we are talking about priorities. I know you are juggling so many different balls in your life. You're trying to keep that plate, you know, steady with all of the things on it. But I want to ask you something. And the reason I'm asking you this is because I've been asking myself this for a long time and I've kind of been avoiding the answer. In fact, if you didn't listen to episode 230 from Tuesday where I was talking about, is this what God wants for you or is this what, you know, is this what you want? Are you manipulating that into it? I have been manipulating my priorities, manipulating how I'm organizing my priorities. I've been straight up lying to myself. We are talking about priorities today. Are they out of whack? And we're going to talk about three different areas to look at. Certainly, this is not a comprehensive list, but I know if the Lord is working on me in this, then there's somebody else who needs to hear this too. So let's get started. Hey, Kingdom Builder. Welcome to the Growth Against the Grain podcast. Are you struggling to find balance between what Jesus wants for you and your big business goals? Do you find yourself up late at night, overwhelmed by the goals and growth you long for while also lacking the confidence to get there? Do you wake up with big, ambitious dreams only to feel frustrated that you're not promoting and afraid you'll fail when another team member quits and you miss that promotion again? Hey, I'm Michelle. I too was tired of being in the same place year after year. I too felt frustrated and wished to build the business of my dreams. I wanted to honor the Lord, level up, and see my team succeeding. But I kept telling myself the products are too expensive or no one wants to join me or maybe I'm just not cut out for this. Does that sound familiar? Until I realized that all the growth and success was nothing if God wasn't my first priority. In this podcast, you'll find network marketing business tips, biblical mindset encouragement, and a little mama motivation sprinkled in from time to time, all so that you'll see the growth and success through God's eyes first. Let's partner together, grow against the grain of this world, and find that balance you've been craving. Friend, go grab your Bible, notebook, and that coffee that's been beeping at you from the microwave. Let's get ready to grow against the grain. Okay. Yep. Let's rip the bandaid off. We're going to talk about priorities. Here's the thing, my friend. If you're here, then in addition to being a Christian, you're likely a high achieving businesswoman. You have big goals. I feel like we don't even need to say any of this, but I do want to lay the groundwork here for just a little bit. You're likely in some state of building your business, like some you're working towards that, right? You know where you want to go. You have it mapped out to some degree and likely because if you are a long-term listener to the Growth Against the Grain podcast, I've encouraged you to do that and I'm all for it. Like, go for it. God has given you those abilities. He's given you skills, talents, abilities, creativity, and so much more. Like, it's I couldn't even go on with all the things that the Lord has blessed you with. He's made you different from your husband, right? But, and this is a big but, and I'm kind of coming out to you like right out of the gate here. And I want to preface this with, this is something the Lord gave to me the other day. And it was, Michelle needed to hear this first and foremost, 
And as I have tried to do, you see how I'm like qualifying this and cushioning this a little bit. What I have tried to do is be completely open and honest with you in the ways in which the Lord is working in my life, because I know I'm not that dissimilar from you, from many people out there. Maybe you're not in this exact spot right now. Maybe you have been, or maybe you will be. So I just want you to know, like, I'm not perfect. I mess up all the time. And this is one area in which the Lord has been really convicting me of. And if I'm honest, it's been the last year. Little by little, he's been showing me these areas. Okay, so let me get back to this. But he made you different from your husband. But here's a big but. The Lord never intended to give each of us, I include myself in this, each of us those gifts so that we could turn around and usurp the God-given authority, skills, talents that he has given to our husbands. So I'm going to say that again in a little bit different way. You have, you, Julie, my my avatar, the woman that, you know, I, I know what what you're looking for, what you're striving for, what you're doing. You and I have God-given skills, talents, and abilities. They were given to us to bring honor and glory to the Lord, not to usurp our husband's God-given skills, talents, and abilities. Okay, so why do I say all of that? Well, because like I said before, that's exactly what I've been doing. Exactly what I have been doing without really realizing it. Because as I said in episode 230, I'm a master manipulator of my own mind. And I can convince myself that I'm doing things that the Lord wants me to do. And maybe there's a fraction of it that I am. You know, have you ever heard, you know, like a true false statement? If any part of that is false, it's all false. Well, if any part of my self-sabotage, self-manipulation is exactly that, it's then that's what I'm doing. It tends to taint the whole thing, right? Well, I've been viewing, like I said, my skills, talents, and abilities as kind of superior to my husband's. And I I feel like that's a bit of a drastic overgeneralization, but it was something that I needed to come to for myself and wake up and be like, Michelle, like God gave your husband some amazing gifts, talents, and skills. And guess what? They're different from yours. What skills and talents my husband possesses are different than mine. If you have ever met my husband, he is dynamic. He is somebody who can talk to anybody. And I so envy those skills. But I have skills that he doesn't have. And if I choose to look at them as we're competing against each other, then we're actually not working as a unit. So I started to see this and it kind of happened to create this domino effect, like a ripple effect, right? And I could see it starting with a lack of respect. And it was causing me to get my priorities all out of whack. So I want to be very clear here. 
Never once have I said that you are to be silent in the corner and not say anything. You're to be a doormat. That's not what I'm saying. I don't believe that's biblical at all. I'm not saying that you need to be a wallflower. I'm not saying that you need to quit your job. I'm not saying you need to dumb down your goals. I'm not saying any of those things. But what I am saying is that God has given you and I unique skills, talents, and abilities that are intended to come alongside our husbands as a compliment. Yes, we each bring a boatload of skills, talents, and abilities to the table so that together we can create a beast of God-honoring skills, talents, abilities, like What a machine that is, right? If we are working together to, you know, to help uh, strengthen our husband's weaknesses and our husband is, is coming alongside us to strengthen our weaknesses, whoa, like that's stinking powerful. We live in a world today that tells us as women that we can do anything and everything. I love that. I love that message. I really do. And as a mom of daughters, I think it's awesome, but let's be very clear. Like it's a lie. I can't do anything and everything I want. Neither can you. Sorry. Don't mean to be the bearer of bad news. Can you do a lot? Absolutely. We're seeing a society that belittles men. And I promise you this will get to our priorities because we can be part of this problem. Somehow, when we buy into all of this, that we can do all of these things, and and in a, I feel the Lord putting on my heart too to talk about some some lies of progressive progressive Christianity that we're seeing so pervasive in our world today. Um, we need the Lord. We are not independent and. Uh, able to do so many things. We are, but we are dependent upon the Lord and that's good. We need to be dependent on the Lord, right? What we're seeing in our society is that it it tends to belittle men. It diminishes their worth. It's not showing them the respect that they are due. Now, are all men God honoring, God fearing? No, not at all. And that's not what I'm talking about. The world also defines respect and honor in a very unbiblical way. If your mind just pictured a domineering, demanding husband, then girl, you're looking out the wrong picture. That is not what the Bible says about our husbands. And at some later time, we can go into all of that. And I'm not saying that your husbands are perfect because he's not and neither are you. We are two flawed people that have come together, right? But, okay, I'm getting a little off topic. I get it. Let's get back to priorities. But I feel like you you don't have to look very far. You can look on sitcoms, on TV shows, and see how we are just a lack of respect for men. And it's not long before that starts infiltrating our minds as believers, as women who love the Lord. We can see how the world is having an impact on that. Okay, so what does that have to do with our priorities? Well, it gets us off course. And before you know it, you look back like I did and you realize, holy 
cow. My priorities have been stinking out of whack. And I want to look at three areas where we can see, gosh, you know what? I'm not doing this or things look different in my life. Is that producing a result where my priorities are completely flipped? It starts good. Like I know our hearts as God-honoring, God-fearing Christian wives, moms is to come alongside our husbands in a great way. We start these businesses because we're like, yes, I want to be able to come alongside my husband and help in a financial way. I get that. It all sounds good. My businesses have allowed us to pay off IRS debt, pay for, you know, braces, my daughter's braces, pay for sports, pay for so many different things that we absolutely needed at that time. And maybe that's where you're finding yourself. Awesome. Awesome. Use your business to do those things. But I want to, I want to do like a little heart check because like I said, I've been out of whack. I've let my heart go out of whack. I've, I've allowed myself to buy in a little bit more to the world's way of thinking than I really cared to admit. Number one, are you spending time with Jesus? Because if you're not, I guarantee you, absolutely, 100% guarantee your priorities are out of whack. And why can I be so certain about that? Because your number one priority needs to be Jesus. And if you are not spending time with Jesus, then everything else, everything else is out of order. Because Jesus has to be number one. I know you love your husband. He cannot be number one. He is not enough. He will fail you even without even trying as you will fail your husband without even trying. Are you spending time with Jesus? Are you reading his word? Are you praying? Are you talking to Jesus? You cannot say that you want to honor the Lord if you are not spending time with him. Are you in fellowship? Are you going to church? And friend, if you live here in the United States, so many churches have gotten to or started going virtual. Great. It served a purpose. Maybe your church was closed for a while because of everything that was going on. And that was the way that they could serve their 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 um, community and serve um, their church. Great. But the doors are open now. You need to be there. There is so much more. Church is so much more than just listening to a message. It is the fellowship of other believers. You know what happens when you spend time with other believers is they get to know you. And you know what happens when people get to know you? They start asking questions and they can keep you accountable. And if you're keeping yourself from fellowship, then who are you accountable to? Where's your iron? The Bible tells us that we need to be iron to one another, sharpening one another in God's word. So are you spending time with other believers? Are you listening to what the Lord has for you? So if this is a no right off the bat, friend, girl, I'm going to say this to you as nicely as possible. Your priorities are messed up. 
And you need to start right back here. I have shared multiple times about the five-day reading plan. It is doable. Every day you can read the word for maybe it might take 10, 15 minutes each day. You got 10, 15 minutes. You absolutely do. If you don't, then again, your priorities are out of whack. You are squirreling away time somewhere else. 15 minutes. You got that. You can do that. You can listen to it. You can, There's so many ways. I, I'm going to like everything you throw at me, I'm going to tell you, uh, that's an excuse. You can do this. I ran into a friend the other day and I was talking to him and I was, I said, oh, I think you guys are coming to our church, right? And he said, oh yeah, we did. But my wife is a nurse. She works on Sundays and it's too hard to get the kids up. They have little kids. And I looked at him. I've known him for a long time. And I said, um, that's an excuse. That's an excuse. Because guess what? We have childcare. All you got to do is get those girls dressed and get them over there. I get it. I've had two and four year olds. I get it. But friends, there's a lot of things that you choose to do because you want to. So what's keeping you from fellowship and being with Jesus? I am not saying that you need to be at church on Sunday. You need to be in a Bible study. You need to be do, 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 all these things. Maybe that doesn't work for your life right now because you got little toddlers. You got little ones. But you can be there on Sunday. Be there. Do it. Okay, number two. What does your downtime look like? (laughs) I'll tell you what mine looked like. There wasn't any. There wasn't any. And I've been lying to myself that sitting in front of the computer or on my phone, quote unquote, working equaled being productive. I've talked about this before. We've talked about boundaries and, you know, I would get really good and then I'd get off course. This is going to look different for every single one. And I'm really trying to be very careful not to say, this is what your downtime needs to look like. This is what your day needs to look like because, or quote unquote, needs to look like, because we're all different. You have to determine that for yourself and your specific situation, because some of you are married with a full-time or part-time job and, you know, your, your downtime is going to look differently from like somebody who say is a single full-time working mom and all of the million of different scenarios that that can be. So this is not a one size fits all, but there are, and and I also want to make sure that to understand that there are seasons of time where there's little to no margin because maybe, I don't know, when I was a, a family and children photographer, did you know I was a family and children photographer? When I was, During the fall season, you know, Christmas season, like there was zero margin. Everything was flipped because every moment was either taking pictures or editing images and getting everything out to people. But that was not 12 months. Like that was not a sustainable thing. It was for like two to two months at a time, something like that. So please take your specific situation into consideration. But friend, I'm guessing you're not running a Fortune 500 business. And I say that because you do have time to take, to step away, to take, to have some downtime. Maybe you go for a 30 minute walk, maybe you, whatever. But what does your downtime look like? Do you have some? Because you should at least a couple days a week. What does that look like? Okay, number three, and this one's big. Are you taking care of your family? 
friend, we've already established if you're here, your greatest desire is to honor the Lord. Are you giving your family, your husband, your children, are you giving them scraps? Or are they getting the best of you? Can I be honest again? Um, I haven't been. I have not been taking care of my family. Sure, their needs are taken care of, like they're eating. You know, I do the shopping. I go to do laundry. I do, you know, all of the things. But I was kind of getting a little chip on my shoulder and not really putting my best foot forward. Like for a while, we ordered home chef, home, whatever, one of those things. Um, And I didn't need to order those things. I had time. I could put my stuff together, but... I was getting my mind a little infiltrated by other people out there thinking that, gosh, you know what? I've got this, you know, I'm at the top 2% of my company. So I, I just don't have time to be bothered with, you know, meal planning, meal prepping, all that kind of stuff. We do what we want to do. We do what's important to us, right? I would wait until the last possible minute to put dinner together, blaming it on the fact that I'm a procrastinator. Well, yeah, sure, I am a procrastinator. That is absolutely true. But it was becoming more than that. It was this internal battle of wills. It was becoming me exerting my selfishness and my will. And it wasn't honoring the Lord. Honestly, it's taken the fire for me to slow down and open my eyes. The Lord brought this fire about for so many reasons. And I see I see it so clearly for me to recognize that, Michelle, your priorities were way messed up. I had an inflated ego about my business, about what I was and should be and should not be doing. Where's the Lord convicting you? Where's he showing you that maybe you're not taking care of your family? Maybe you are. Awesome. Maybe you do have downtime, but you're not spending time with Jesus. Maybe all three of these don't apply to you. What what does? I will again say, if you are not spending time on a very consistent basis with Jesus, your priorities are a thousand percent out of whack. You have time. There is no relationship you need to be working on more than your relationship with Jesus. Yes, not even with your husband. Your relationship with Jesus is number one. Number two is your relationship with your husband. So this is by no means, as I said at the beginning, an exhausted list. But friend, if you feel the Lord pricking at your heart right now, you need to listen to that. Like when I listened to my mentor's episode about Instagram and what the Lord was really convicting her of, like I had this thousand pound elephant on my chest and I was like, oh my goodness gracious. Like I could be Helen Keller, blind, deaf, and unable to speak and still know that the Lord was saying something to me. Is that what you feel like right now? As painful as it may be, I want you to pray through that. Ask the Lord to open your heart and eyes to what he's trying to show you. Can you serve your family, have your priorities in order, and have a thriving business? Absolutely. 
They are not mutually exclusive. You can think of a dozen people who do. More than anything, it's my heart desire that we, as daughters of the King, shine bright for Him in our marriages, in our parenting, in our businesses, in our relationships, in every part of our lives. We cannot do that if we aren't spending time with Jesus. If he isn't an integral part of our every single day, if we're we're working nonstop and we aren't taking care of the greatest earthly blessings, our husbands and children, friend, the world is a big fat liar and it will tell you that you need to take care of you. But friend, the world is not our standard and the world is not where we should be going for wisdom and advice. It is God's word always. First, always, middle, end. It starts and stops with God's word. Seek the Lord and he will answer. Get your priorities in check, friend, because honestly, a thriving business with priorities out of check, it is not built on solid ground. If you really If you really want to grow against the grain of this world, then you'll prioritize your life differently from the world. Love the Lord, your God, with all your heart, mind, and strength. Love your children. Love your husband. You know what the enemy wants more than anything? To destroy the family. If he can get in and destroy the family, he's accomplished his goal. Because if he can destroy the family, he's going to pull you away from the Lord. Friend, what is it that the Lord is pricking your heart at right now? Oh, dear gracious Father, I just thank you so much for the truth from your word. I thank you for these women who listen faithfully. Lord, I thank you for I thank you for your forgiveness. I thank you for your wisdom. I thank you for your guidance. Lord, draw each of us to you. Help us to be so, so clear and sensitive to when our priorities are askew. Lord, make it clear. Thank you, Father. Bless each woman who is listening right now. Bless her business, her marriage, her family, her children. Bless her, Lord, in a way that is so clearly in your son's name. Amen. Hey, before you go, if you learned something new or found value in today's episode, would you pop over to iTunes to Growth Against the Grain and leave a review and subscribe to the show? That would be awesome. And if you'd like to connect with my community of other mamas just like you, learning to align their audacious goals with what God has for them, then join us at bit.ly slash Christian Mindset Support or Click on the link below. There's always room for one more. Can't wait to see you over there.